Hey guys, it's Justin and welcome to another episode of Polar Opposites. So if you guys are new and you like what you hear at the end of the show, be sure to subscribe. If you guys are listening on Spotify, make sure you hit the follow button on Spotify as well. And also tell a friend to listen to the show too. So if you love the show and you need to recommend a podcast, recommend this podcast and help us grow the podcast. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a good day. My day has been great. It's a new week, new me. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> but this week I'm joined with my friend Aisha. She's back again for another episode. Yes, I am back again. Yes, not everybody gets invited back. <laughs> oh, well, I'm special. <laughs> yes, Aisha, I knew that I wanted to bring back Aisha, so I'm happy to have her on this episode. So a lot to discuss this week, but I've always been like pondering about my life and everything, and I think it's important for me to always like start each episode out now with something that I'm grateful for. So this week, what I'm grateful for is my secret fans and my haters. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I've been alerted that there's people that listen to the podcast that aren't my biggest fans, but they love the show. So my thing is that if your haters love what you're doing, you must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had a loss for words. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it actually. is. It's very interesting. But everybody in their life has um, people that maybe aren't their biggest fans or maybe they're your haters, but they watch your every move. They're always interested in what you're doing. And that's everybody. So the people that watch me and are entertained by me, thank you. Make sure you're subscribed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I really appreciate you guys. But I'm grateful for them because sometimes people say, let your haters be your motivators. And mm-hmm. they keep you going because you always want to prove people wrong yep. and that turn out like better at the end. So that's something that I'm motivated by. So that's something I'm grateful for this week. What are you grateful for, Aisha? Um, as much as I complain about my job, I'm grateful for my job. Really? Yes. It's It's been an eye-opening experience, and it's helped me figure out what I want to do with my life. Because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to go the psychology route, but I'm thinking more of the social work route. Okay. So, um, and it's all because of my job, even though the... <laughs> Sometimes you hate it. Yeah, most times I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm... I'm grateful for that at the end of the day because it's a stepping stone. Right. That so. check is nice, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Better That's... than being a server, so uh, I'll say that. Yes, definitely beats that. All right, so Off My Chest is a segment where we get to rant about things that are getting on our nerves this week, things that we need to rant about. So this week, I actually don't have anything pressing that I need to rant about, interesting enough, but do you have any? <laughs> Do you have anything that you need to get off your chest? Yes. Okay. Um, negative people. Mm. I am in an environment where I'm surrounded by negative people. It's like you can do nothing good to satisfy their needs. Mm-hmm. or And not saying that all the time I need a pat on the back, but if you're constantly nitpicking at what I'm doing... Or if, okay, a couple of days ago, I went in early for work. And when most people go in early, it either goes to their comp time or they get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And one of my coworkers is like, oh you came in early they didn't call me i'm like well Well, maybe there's a reason for that so (laughs) with an attitude like that right who would invite you in anyway exactly so it's just negative people all the time and it's like trying i'm meditating more and i'm praying more Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to read my bible and just keep myself motivated and in high spirits yeah um because of the job that i have and then it sucks talking to other people and they be negative Mm -hmm. too yeah it's it's not good to have negativity in your life because i guess at some points it's good to have somebody to vent to but if all you're spewing is negativity who wants to be Mm -hmm. around that all the time exactly and it's like how do you tell people like stop (laughs) being this way like i mean some people you can't some people is just in their nature to just be negative all the time 
instead of like looking at the glass half full, they look at it half empty and that's annoying sometimes. Every day. And I think that I can be <laughs> negative sometimes. I'm just like my worst critic sometimes. So I'm always hard on myself. So sometimes like I deserve like to praise myself and to not feel like I have to be so negative all the time. But I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yes, so Asia, Halloween is coming up in the next couple of days. And people have been revealing their、um, favorite Halloween costumes and even their own personal costumes as well. Luckily for me, I've not seen any blackface this week. Loving that. <laughs> <laughs> Loving that. But what have been like, your like, favorite Halloween costume so far? Have you seen any that really caught your eye? Okay, can I be honest for a second? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that Halloween was literally this week. Really? And so I was so confused this weekend as to why I was seeing so many <laughs> Halloween costumes. You're like, why is like, everybody dressed right? up? Right. I was like, it's the beginning of October. Like, why are y'all posting pictures of costumes? I think it's because、costumes? this is the last weekend、But、before Halloween. It is. Yeah. I, I, then I checked myself and I was like, Asia,、hmm. Halloween is this week. Yeah. So that's probably why. Right.、Um, I haven't had like a favorite outfit. Really? Yeah. I, I have、think. overplayed outfits. Oh, like I don't want to see any more Harley Quinns and Jokers. I'm tired of oh, that. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of Joker makeup. Yes. I think that's、Instagram. the easiest. Cats. Everybody's a cat every year for Halloween. Y'all need to come up easy, with something better. It's easy to do. I've seen.、Um, What is her name off of Matilda?、Uh, Miss Trunchbull? Yes. Really? I've seen Miss Trunchbull outfits、was、and it, I think they're really good. Was it Miss Trunchbull or do you think it was that mean lady from Handmaid's Tale? No, it's Trunchbull. Okay. I couldn't think of how to pronounce her name. I don't know why I was thinking Doubtfire, but that's not. That's, <laughs> it's another miss. But yeah, yeah, but that's not the movie different. I'm thinking of.、Yeah. No, but people, I don't know. I've not seen anything really that caught my eye. I saw that、um, Kylie Jenner dressed her daughter up as herself. Yeah. Which is so like,、yeah. come on, you can come up with something better.、Mm-hmm. But like, this time of the year reminds me of when I used to go trick or treating with my brother and my sister. And there's this one year that I was Superman, my brother was Spider Man, and my sister was a pop diva. So <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, what is a pop diva?、Right. And I don't know what that is either. So we were struggling finding a costume in her size, and we went to store to store to store. We couldn't find it. Was she just too small? Or like- no, I mean, they didn't have her size. I think she was too big. Big, maybe, but <laughs> but anyway, we finally found, went to this random store and found a Pop Diva costume. And she put it on, it was like a witch's hat with a black cardigan and some crazy socks. I'm like, what Pop Diva is wearing that? Right? Yeah. So I remember we went to this one house in our neighborhood, and the lady opened the door. This white woman, she goes, Hi, trick or treat. And she goes, You're Superman, pointing to me. You're Spider Man pointing to my brother. And then she looks over to my sister, and what are you, baby?、Oh. And my sister goes, A pop diva. And she goes, What? <laughs> the lady goes, Oh. Like nobody knew what she was. So we would go door to door and nobody knew、oh. what, <laughs> what she was. How old were y'all?、Um, we were, I think I was 10. What is too old to go trick or treating? I don't know. My <sighs> mom. Made me stop going trick or treating when I was like 13. Really? I guess because all my friends that had came to come pick me up, like、mm-hmm. as we were walking the neighborhood, none of them were wearing costumes.、Uh-huh. So she was like, No, you're not going. Oh. So I guess I, after that year, I don't know how old I was. I think middle school.、Mm-hmm. And she was like, You can't go anymore. I mean, just think about it. Trick or treating is just weird going door to door and begging for candy. Please, sir, candy. Like- it is. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't know if I'd let my, I mean, I'm pretty sure for like the first couple of years, I, 
I'd let my kid go trick or treating, mm-hmm. but after that, I think I would go to like events. Yeah, parties and stuff and haunted yeah, houses versus door to door. Like people are crazy, and now. it's cold outside. It is cold. <laughs> it's gonna be cold all week. Oh, so it's cold I, now. Yeah, and I have to work, so I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm gonna be participating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you, I feel like if you're in high school, I think you shouldn't be going trick or treating. I think mm-hmm. after like 13 or 14, like. What is the point? Yeah, like, go to a party or go to some event, like, at your church or the YMCA or something, like... Something. Yeah, something different. I don't... I think the tradition of going door-to-door is slowly fading. Yeah. And, I don't know, people can put weird stuff in your candy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, people are just really crazy, and it sucks that we have to think of stuff like that, but it's true. Ugh. So let's transition now into In the News. So, In the News this week, I don't know if you heard, but what do you call it, like, the pad company? Or the menstrual company? What do you call it? Like pads, do, like, toiletries? What do y'all um, call it? It's like feminine products or yes, something? Yes, feminine products. Okay, so the feminine brand always has decided to announce the removal of the female symbol from its, I guess, pad boxes to include transgender people. So what do you think about this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if because I'm not transgender, mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like for someone who was born a woman and feel like they're a man, a man mm-hmm. and now they're a man and they go and pick up a pad and they see a woman's a, a, symbol. Women, a, a women's symbol like what that feels like because mm-hmm. i could say all day long i don't think it's that big of a deal mm-hmm. um i'm not outraged by it i don't care <laughs> a lot of people like feel some type of way though I, I don't really get why like i don't think it's that big of a deal of women's symbol on a pla- uh, on a cardboard box mm-hmm. that you're going to end up throwing away anyways. Right. It's, it's like, does it really I matter? don't know. I'm not a transgender person, so I can't really... I don't even know if my opinion is valid, though. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like if that makes them comfortable and they want the sign gone, because I've never really heard of like transgender people f- saying, oh, I don't want this like female sign on the pads that I'm buying. It makes me feel some type yeah, of way. Yeah, ne- I haven't heard this argument before. <clears throat> and I also never really noticed the women's symbol mm-hmm. on the pad mm-hmm. boxes Because you just buy them all the time. Yeah, it's I not just, like you're expecting yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't really think about it. So I don't see how the box could be any different because I don't. it's not a huge label, mm-hmm. obviously. Because, again, I've never noticed it. And I, I hadn't heard the argument about taking it off mm-hmm. until now. Right. I also don't even think, like, I've thought about transgender men using it you be buying pads like it doesn't cross my mind that they yeah, yeah. That they would need it yeah. but and it I, makes sense yeah it does make sense and when i saw the outrage a lot of people were outraged because they thought that people who were born male but transition mm. to female are the ones that are wanting to buy it that doesn't uh, make any sense it doesn't because it makes sense because <laughs> they don't have even yeah. if they have the surgeries done and all that you still, still can't get periods yeah they still don't have cuz that's what people were outraged about but i was like are y'all using your brains because Not they don't really. get periods so no. why would they ever want to purchase that but then on the other flip side if you're born a female and you transition to a man I guess, does the female symbol really matter? Because if you're a man now and you're buying, uh, like, tampons or whatever, people are going to assume that you're either buying it for your girlfriend or something. You know, true. Because I don't think somebody, the cashier is going to be like, "Are you a man or a woman? Who are those for? Like, is that yeah, your business?" It's you know, not, it's not at all. So again, like, I don't know because I'm not transgender. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it looks like. Like, I saw Apple's coming out with non-binary emojis. Really? Yeah. And I, I did see that. Yeah, and I kind of felt indifferent about it because I'm like, well, I don't even use the men emojis, so I don't really need mm-hmm. the extra emojis. But again, I don't know what it looks like for 
someone else to see non-binary emojis mm-hmm. like they might think like oh this is great like this is revolutionary mm-hmm. i'm just kind of like Meh, i guess i mean i don't care like yeah, i guess I people care. are gonna use whatever emoji that they identify mm-hmm. with like i use the black man <laughs> emoji yeah <laughs> so that's what i identify with so that's what i use so i guess it's good to for people to have like something that they can relate to but mm-hmm. i think people these days make a big deal out of the stupidest things yeah, it's an emoji it's like, if it doesn't bother you then why does it matter i don't know like it's like it's like you want to be outraged for no reason at this point. Well, the argument is that people think that we're going too far with wanting to make everybody inclusive and feel like they're a part of something, which I think can be a fair argument if you want to make that argument. But with this issue, to me, it's like not that big of a deal. But let's say like the wheelchair community says, we're not represented when it comes to walking the runway. Like we want to be represented too. But my question is like, at what point is that not practical? You know what I mean? Because think about it, you have all these like able-bodied models walking a runway and then you're like seeing the person in front of you with a wheelchair on. Because the point of a fashion show is to see the fashion. So if somebody in a wheelchair they're sitting down and you're not able to see all the details of their clothes so at what point does it defeat the purpose when you're trying to be inclusive but then the point of the show is to see the fashion and you're not able to see that you know what i mean yeah it's almost as if like people want to be inclusive for the sake of being inclusive yeah Uh because like there's this uh, there's another story of this girl who wanted to be a boy scout okay and i was like why there's girl scouts (laughs) like i don't understand why there's this whole big outrage Mm -hmm. and me and my coworkers had like an hour-long conversation about it because it's like there's literally girl scouts Mm -hmm. so it's like again to what extent are you doing too much Mm -hmm. i don't think with the taking the female symbol off of the pads is that too much because again it it doesn't alter how a pad works you still use it it still has the same it's like changing a logo yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally they're changing their logo mm-hmm. and it's like people change their logos all the time right and the, so, this brand is still the same exactly people are so annoying so yeah i think there's certain levels to it but this isn't something to be outraged about at yeah, all it yeah is, it i actually matter. agree with you look at us oh, agreeing wow. on polar opposites <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay so the next story i saw Kanye, he released a new album and everybody is talking about it. We don't I know care. your ass listened to it. We don't care about Kanye. I don't care about it. I no, don't care. I don't either. Have you heard anything about it? I heard people like talking about it and saying that it's good, mm-hmm. but th- those are like diehard Kanye fans. Yeah. But on so it's either you really love it or you haven't listened to it. Mm. There's no, there hasn't been any in between of like eh, it's an okay album, right. it's cool. It's like people are really boosting it or they're like, no, I hate Kanye. It's so. just annoying. Okay, these people that canceled Kanye, they're like, oh, cancel Kanye, but he decided to release a Christian album, and now their ears perk up when people hear Christianity. It's like when a dog sees meat or smells a snack like they hear Christianity like that's what they hear and oh Kanye must be saved now you know what I mean it's so annoying he's still the same Kanye and I think he's trolling everybody I do too I think it's very creative that he came up with it and I've seen like little snippets Mm -hmm. but there's this one song it was um I think it was um because everyone's heard the song Pony by Genuine Uh right Uh he made a Christian song from Pony? Pony. Really? If y'all don't know, please tell me y'all know Pony. (laughs) If you want it, you got it. Let me ride it. Yo, Pony. (laughs) That's literally what it is. And I'm just like, it's catchy, Uh I will say, but like, I can't get over the fact, because when I was listening to it, I was like, this sounds really So he turned that into, he did a Christian version of the song on the Jesus Walks. What is the album called? I have no Jesus the King. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't listened to it at all. I don't want to support it. I don't even want to type his name. I'm in. not interested. I don't care. About I, I really Kanye. don't. Actually, even before he came out and like 
did all the Trump stuff, mm-hmm. I wasn't ever really a supporter of him. Me, me. I, I really, didn't care for his music. Yeah, I like the old, some of his old songs, but I was never, nobody would ever consider me, oh, Justin loves Kanye. He's a huge mm-hmm. Kanye fan. No. I also think that that's another thing. Like, people either really, really love Kanye or they don't care for him. Really? Like, there's no in between. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I listen to him. He's mm-hmm. on my playlist, but. And regardless of what he does or whatever antics he decides to do next, he's not going to lose any fans. Because mm-hmm. the little, like, 200,000 black people that said, oh, I'm not listening to Kanye does not affect him in the grand scheme of things because white people are the audience that listens to Kanye the most so Mm -hmm. regardless of whatever Kanye does they're always going to support him so it is what it is unfortunately Hmm. but yeah if y'all have listened to the album is it good I don't care and I won't be listening but I just (laughs) would like to know like is it good or is it not but I saw this um tweet and from the president (laughs) not from my president from the president's son oh and and it's about Kanye's album and he goes Kanye West is cracking the culture code. Kanye West's album, hashtag Jesus is King, is the epitome of fearless creativity and dangerous, unapproved ideas. Leftists always try to silence those who are speaking the truth. They're waging a war on our family and our culture. Kanye is a pioneer. First of all, who's, who is our family and our culture? Is he a part of the vlog community? Okay, that was Donald Trump's son who tweeted that. So if this album has a stamp of approval from Donald Trump's son, that shows you that the album is not for me. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> like, And I don't understand that. I mean, this is a whole different topic about uh, government and political views, but I don't understand this whole leftist or silencing others. Whatever. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm silencing racists. I'm not silencing. Right. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't care. Me neither. They think we're so pressed about stuff and it's like, Okay, not. you know what? I don't know if you heard, a couple weeks ago, I did an episode and I talked about how Ellen um, went to a football game and she was mm-hmm. sitting next to George W. Bush. I completely changed my opinion on that. Because my opinion was like, it's hypocritical of her to do so. But I wasn't like looking at it completely. Um, I think that... If she wants to be friends with George W. Bush, do you? Because people, it was like ideas versus beliefs or values, I guess. She was saying that you can have different beliefs than me and I'll still be your friend. And I think that the outrage over that was kind of unwarranted because think about it. I think I think it makes like liberal people look crazy. Like the littlest things yeah. like is an outrage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I felt like I like fell victim to that for a second. <laughs> I got caught up, but I'm like, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal though. I think to a certain extent, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know what all Bush has done. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of all the history of what he's done. I've only seen from like Twitter facts. Right. <laughs> so I can't say I know exactly what he's done, but I will say I don't ever remember him being a raging racist like the President-in-chief or whatever. Yeah. So it'd be different if Ellen was sitting at a football game next to Trump. Right. That, I'd be like, bro, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But for Bush, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I agree. I don't see the outrage. It almost seems as if, to a certain extent, yeah, the lefts are upset just to be upset. Mm-hmm. But that's not... But that's true. everybody, though. True. That's everybody, though. Because I'm watching a show called Watchmen right now, and people on the far right are saying, oh, why does every... Why, why do I have to inject politics <laughs> into everything? And, <laughs> like, the show is, like, inherently political. That's what it's always been about. So the fact that people think that it's injecting politics into something that's always been political is stupid. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if y'all need a recommendation of a show to watch, Watchmen on HBO, please watch that. It's actually really oh, good. Oh, you got money. HBO. Oh, trust me. It's on my bootleg website. Oh. <laughs> 
It's on my boot like website. You think I'm paying for HBO? I was about to say. Hell no. Let me get your sign in. Okay, so if you guys would like to like a link to my boot like website, I'm not gonna say it on air, but if you wanna DM me, definitely DM me and I will <laughs> give you that link. Cause I think we all deserve to you have better not snitch. Yeah, don't snitch. <laughs> even though even if you do snitch, I don't care. It wasn't me that told you, but if you want it, DM me. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, that was an interesting story. So another interesting story, and I can't wait to get your opinion on this. So Tank, who is one third of a popular R&B group, I think called TGT, right? Don't remember. (laughs) Okay, I I know who Tank is, but I don't know about his group. He was like with somebody named Genuine and somebody else. I didn't know they both. So he is an R&B singer, and he went on a radio show, and the argument was whether or not a man having a sexual experience with another man does that make him gay. So this is what he said so he goes he sucked dick once right then he's like i'm not sure if i liked it or not let me try it again and then he says you know what it's not for me i don't like the taste see what i'm saying and then he elaborated and said it doesn't mean that he's gay and then he concluded and said it means he sucked dick twice the art of being gay is being gay it's a continuous state of being so what do you agree with that if somebody like has like a sexual experience with the same sex twice does that make them gay no really because i don't think that that makes you gay i don't i think it it's your preference if that happened Mm -hmm. let's say he's 40 and that happened when he was in his 20s okay but he's never had another male encounter since he's only been with women and he only thinks about women Mm -hmm. i mean does that make him gay I'd be a little leery if we're in our 20s and it happened like a year ago. I'm like, well, are you sure? Like, you sure that <laughs> right? You, you don't like that? Still? That you don't like that? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I mean, would we be having the same conversation if a woman said that she had sexual encounters with other women? When women do it, it's mm-hmm. fun. It's cute. It's wonderful. It, yeah, it's hot. It's yeah. a good thing to look at. But when men have sexual encounters, which to a certain extent I get, it mm-hmm. makes it different. Mm-hmm. But how? But how does it make it different? Let me press you a little bit. How does it make it different, Aisha? I, stereotypical, stereotypical norms. Okay. I don't. I still don't stereotypical. Think, yeah. Okay. That. Uh-huh. I think that. <laughs> it, that's what it is. I think um, that we're raised, or we were raised, that men are with women and women are with men, mm-hmm. and men are supposed to be so masculine. And I feel like in a situation where it's a man and a man. One is the feminine, feminine one. one. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's different. I could see how people have that argument. Mm-hmm. But I don't think having two sexual encounters with, with a man with the same sex makes you gay. Interesting. If, if you don't mm-hmm. like it, then you don't like it. Right. So do you think that men should be given a chance to explore sexuality then? If that's yeah. your argument? Really? I do. I think because women are allowed to have sexual encounters. Are they? I think to a certain extent, it's more accepted than it is for men. To experiment with their sexuality. Because there's been so many, like, talk show, radio shows that I've heard of, like, women coming, or women saying that they had a sexual encounter with a a woman, Mm -hmm. but... Rarely. Yeah, everyone's just kind of like, oh, okay, that's That's funny. Like, they skate over, and it's like, oh, whoa, okay, she gets down like that. She's a freak. Mm -hmm. She's this. She's that. She's cool. But... I've never seen a man actually be so open and say, you know what, in my past, I used to dabble and dibble with this. Yes, if a man (laughs) says it... It, they put him on a crucifix. It's like, well, what first of all, I've never seen a man say that. So yeah, I haven't any, either. I think that a man would have to be really brave in order to be so comfortable in your own sexuality to say, mm-hmm. yeah, I used to do that in my past, but no, I'm not gay. Yeah, I think 
as long as which I think people always be skeptical and be like, oh, I don't know maybe you still do like it and you're trying to hide being gay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if people are honest and... I mean, because at the end of the day, all you could take that person for is for their word. For their word. So if they're saying, no, I don't like it, because being gay is a preference. Being straight is a preference. Mm-hmm. And if you try is to... Is it, be, though? I think it's... I think to a certain extent it's a preference. I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I said before uh-huh. in, like, the last podcast, mm-hmm. I think you are born with your preferences. Yes, yes. So when I mean preferences, I mean... As because the way you it sounded before is like, hmm, people are just born neutral, and it's like, hmm, if I have more experience with this one, I'm straight, if I have more experience with this one, I'm gay. No, I don't mean that, so I I take that back. Let me, (laughs) let me, yeah, let me recant that a little bit. I, like I said before in the last podcast, that I do think people are born with their preferences, so I, in this situation, I think that if you say you don't like a certain experience, then. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. If you want to be, if you're a man and you want to be with women and you experience with men mm-hmm. and you're like, nope, don't like that. Because there's, I've, there's this um, YouTuber that I followed. His name is Kingsley. He doesn't really post videos like that anymore. He, oh, yeah. The yeah. tall dude. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. He goes on rants and stuff. Yeah. yeah. He had a, an experience with a woman and he's like, oh, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then n- now he's gay and he mm-hmm. prefers men over women. Well, hasn't he always been gay, but it took some time to figure it out? Because maybe he was conditioned to be straight. And then once he had his like first like sexual experience with a woman, it's like, shit, what's wrong with me if I'm not feeling anything? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't remember his story. He definitely posted about it. I just remember the little snippet of how he tried things with women Mm -hmm. and he wasn't interested. He said, he said verbatim, he's like, vagina's nasty. I was like, (laughs) well, okay. I I, I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I don't think having uh, an encounter with the same sex twice makes you gay. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If your man came to you and said, Aisha, you know what? I used to dibble and dabble with men, and now I'm into you completely. Is that okay? Me personally? I Yeah, I don't... Really? Think, oh don't my God, you liberals. No, <laughs> for real. I mean, it doesn't... It really doesn't bother me. Really? Like, as long as you are oh all God. into now and like that's it then that's fine. Because I've heard of people saying that like they're scared to date bi people because you could go either or. Mm. But I don't really think that that matters. Interesting. Like... Because I know, I know for sure there's women out there that said, oh, if my man has experimented with other men, I'm not going to go for it at all. No, because I don't think... I think if I... If I were to tell him that I experimented with women, I would want him to accept that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't want him to feel insecure or feel any type of way because I'm focused on you. Mm-hmm. And so I would take his word for it. And it doesn't matter what your preference is, mm-hmm. what you choose to do. You have the mindset to not think that other people are attractive enough to cheat. Right. So that's when... A word. Yeah, I feel like if you are insecure, or I don't want to say insecure, but like if it bothers you that someone, that your partner has experimented with the same sex, then that's kind of an insecurity that you need to deal with. Mm. Because if they're saying that they're focused solely on you, it doesn't matter if they dibbled and dabbled with the same sex or not. The other sexual preference that they have is still out there, and Mm. they could easily still cheat with them. Mm. So why does it matter if it's with a man or a woman? Yeah, see? You You have some deeper-rooted things to look into if that's your argument. Yeah. So So, so you're saying even if your man was said that he was bi, but he's into you, it still wouldn't matter to you? Yeah, no, it wouldn't matter to you. Interesting. I think what would matter is if... 
weird so say that like if i'm in my 30s and i just met someone and he was with men his whole like 30 years of life mm-hmm. and then he's saying that he's interested in me i'd be kind of skeptical <laughs> about it because i'm like well you had the male body for so long and mm-hmm. like i'm so much more different than a male body right so i'd be skeptical in that sense mm-hmm. but a handful of encounters, no, I, that wouldn't bother me. I think about it quite often, mm-hmm. I think, in the beginning. But after a while, it wouldn't bother That's me. That's so interesting. You have to have, like, a certain mindset to be able to, like, have the clarity that you have on this issue. Yeah. I didn't think that you would have that opinion really? at all. Yeah, because I know a lot of, like, women would not be down with that at all. No, I know. I know. And I've I've heard the argument and I've seen like videos of women talking about and like yelling at each other about uh, it and uh-huh. I'm like I don't think it's that big of a deal I think I, it might come with like ignorance and stuff like people really have to be educated on I don't know preferences and gender and everything mm-hmm. in order to I don't know have but even an then, opinion. Like, I'm not I don't say I'm educated at it at all because I don't understand and not saying I'm not open to it mm-hmm. I just want someone that uses these pronouns and is more embedded in that community to explain these things to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's about not being educated in that mm-hmm. because I'm not right at all in the slightest bit. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more open-minded than other people are. So I think being open-minded to right. it, because at the end of the day, if that person's committed to you, it doesn't matter what they like and what they don't mm-hmm. like. As long as you like me. Yeah, like you could be homosexual, yeah. heterosexual, you need to be asexual. Exactly, okay? because you could still <laughs> cheat with the opposite sex, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. At oh, the end God. of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so let me, you guys, let me know what your opinion is. If your man or woman came with you and said, you know what, I used to experiment with the other person, but now I'm into you, how would that make you feel and would you question it? So let me know for sure. So did you hear that Popeye's is coming back, the chicken sandwich? I'm actually really excited because I really want to try it. I still, I, I love how last time I think we said that, oh yeah, we're going to try it, we're going to try yeah, it. And, and we still they, didn't try it. They went out. <laughs> they went out. But I also heard that they're hiring like 400 more people too. So I was like, that's extreme. I would not want to work there. I wouldn't either. No, what, that's extreme. That's going to be hell and you're still getting minimum wage. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know someone has to do the job and like that kind of sucks to have that mentality. Mm-hmm. But it's true. Like someone has to do the job. So I'm, I, it's, I'm glad that they're opening up 400 more jobs yeah. for people because there's lots of homeless people. Hopefully it's for a while and not just like a seasonal thing. But I think I they said that they're bringing it back permanently. But then it also kind of makes me sad because it's like all those poor chickens. I guess, but I'm not. A, you're a vegan, right? No. I'm oh, not. vegetarian. No. Okay. Why am I making sure? <laughs> neither. I'm neither of them. But like, I don't know. I I love me some chicken nuggets. I love cows and steaks and all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Speaking but, of cows. Chick-fil-A, you know how they open on, they don't open on Sundays, right? Mm-hmm. So this whole chicken sandwich from Popeye's, they're being shady and they're releasing their sandwich on a Sunday. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think Chick-fil-A cares. Chick-fil-A, yeah, Chick-fil-A is going to make their Chick-fil-A money. Chick-fil-A is going to always make their money. If if all the black people in the world stop going to Chick-fil-A, I can guarantee you those middle-aged white women are we'll still, still eat there, eat there at mm-hmm. noon noon o'clock when they're supposed to be at work. Okay. They're going to be there. So will y'all try? if y'all have tried the chicken sandwich, let me know if it's good or not. A couple of my friends that tried it before said that it was good. They said that it was salty, but I don't know. Mm. I mean, their chi- I think that their chicken is good, so I don't see, I don't see what the hype is in putting their chicken in between two buns. Like, <laughs> I don't get why people were so like head over Amazed. heels about it. Yeah, because like you can get a chicken strip, like a chicken strip basket and a roll, and do the same thing. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't see what the hype is. Um, well, we have to taste it to find it. out. 
Maybe it'll change. I'm gonna record myself eating it. Yeah, maybe it'll change our lives. We need to go together. <laughs> yes, we will. Because I'm so like indifferent about it. I'm like November eighth, yeah. I think, or ninth. I don't know. November something. It's coming out. Oh, okay. Can't wait. Let's go. Can't wait. <laughs> it's a plan. Okay, so my last story is about AirPods. Y'all know I'm not a fan of AirPods. Not I a love fan. My AirPods. Really? I do. They Y'all, were a Christmas gift. Asia has AirPods, but I oh, do. they were a gift though. They were a gift. Mm. I didn't buy. Them. Well, when I bought, when my, because my parents bought them for me, and mm-hmm. I didn't understand that it was a literal pod. All I saw were like people walking around with their headphones, right. and so I was like, "There's no way I'd be able to keep up with those." And how do? You, and you're gonna lose it. But now that I know it's in a case, mm-hmm. I think I would have went ahead and bought them myself. Wow. Are they worth it? They're worth it. Interesting. Are they worth it for two forty nine? Not for two forty nine. I think I'd pay like a good one fifty for them because most Bluetooth headphones range about that price. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Apple headphone just fits really good in my ear because I don't like the way the Beats fit. Because when I'm working out, if I work out for longer than thirty minutes, mm-hmm. it, it just they hurt my ears. Mm. So the AirPods are good. I don't like over the head headphones, especially for working out. Some people enjoy yeah. that. I think that's a little much because it's like if you're sweating, it's like slipping off your head. Yeah. And so. if you have a head like mine, it'll definitely be slipping <laughs> off. It'll definitely be slipping off. But the thing with AirPods, the reason why I brought them up is that Apple is introducing the AirPods Two or whatever oh, for yeah. two hundred and forty nine dollars, and this time there's noise cancellation and a new design i'm not falling for it i just don't like how like apple literally like i feel like they knew the design of the iphone 11 pro whenever they were making the 7 Mm -hmm. so like they were like we're not gonna put like we're gonna make this best technology we possibly can Okay, go ahead and take that out. Take yeah, this bit out. by bit, take we'll release it to the public. Yes, that's so what they're like doing. They're releasing the same phone and the same products over and over and over again will with I, minor. Yeah, fixes. will I fall victim to it? Yes, because I'm planning on. What's wrong with us? I don't know. I'm addicted to Apple. I love their. Oh, this is crazy. Stuff. The Apple like fanaticism or whatever is crazy. Right? Two hundred and forty nine dollars is a lot of money. How much is, is an iPad? Uh, it has to be around there, right? actually don't know is it like five hundred dollars let's look at it i want to say five i want to say it's like five hundred because for airpods these little tiny things that go in your ear 249 how if an ipad is like almost as much why spend that on airpods when you can get a whole ass ipad you know Oh yeah, you can get an Apple iPad Air for one fifty four. One fifty four? Yeah, at Walmart. Uh, uh-uh, I'm not getting AirPods ever. <laughs> I'm getting an iPad. Well, you know that they always boost the prices of their things and then cut them down. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever see myself getting the newest that they have out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at getting the ten because it's cheaper than the eleven. Right, and it's basically the same thing. It's literally the same phone. Besides three cameras but whatever yeah. do you really need all that is you a question. don't but i always look at the back of people's phones and i'm like oh they have the 11 <laughs> it doesn't bother me capitalism <laughs> won't get me y'all oh capitalism got me no Apple, capitalism Apple won't get me. me hell no not today and not tomorrow <laughs> either <laughs> but yeah what do you guys think will you be buying the what is it called the apple airpods 2 are they worth it let me know i know i won't be getting them <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay so now we'll move on to our main topic so this week, Aisha and I are talking about letting things go and forgiveness. So with forgiveness, I think that everybody at some point in their life has been wronged in some kind of way. Or maybe you've been the person that's wronged somebody else. So we're going to talk today about like how we've dealt with you know closing the book, getting some closure, and forgiving those that have hurt us, and also like apologizing for the people that we've also hurt. So Aisha... What is the deal with forgiveness? Why do people have a hard time like forgiving people? And like why is it such a big deal? 
I think society has taught us that if you forgive someone, you're weak. Mm. And I don't think that that's the case. I think that being weak is its own thing. I don't think forgiving somebody makes you weak. Mm-hmm. I think what makes you weak is if you keep allowing the same thing to happen over and over again. Like yeah. if someone's cheating on you, for example, and they keep coming back and apologizing and you forgive them, mm-hmm. but they keep cheating again. I think that that makes you weak. So the forgiveness can kind of work like as an enabler. Yeah, Mm. to a certain extent. But in that same token, I think that forgiveness also is a stronger, it's a strong minded type of thing Mm -hmm. because ultimately you're letting go of whatever that person did to you. I don't like the saying of forgive and forget because no, I'm never going to forget what you did. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to keep it as a mental note because you showed me what you're capable of doing. Right. But I'm going to forgive you because I'm going to let it go. I feel like, at least for me and my personal experiences, mm-hmm. if I don't forgive someone, I constantly think about what happened. Really? And I, yeah, and it bothers me and it festers. Like, it, I overthink a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, if I feel wronged, I overthink. Well, what is... Okay, my question to you is, what is the limit on forgiveness? Ooh, I was going to so, ask you Okay, really? Too. Yeah. Well, I want to... Since you're already going, what is your limit on forgiveness? If your boyfriend or whatever cheated on you... Can you forgive that? No. Really? No. Are you serious? I can't. Wow. Because I feel like cheating is a mental thing. Like, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I think that there are certain instances where maybe a person can get caught up and almost cheats. Mm -hmm. And they take a step back and they're like, okay, wait. I know what I have at home. I know what I'm doing. But... There's no such thing as getting so caught up in the moment Mm -hmm. that you forget what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know at the end of the day, you're about to lay down with someone that's not your partner. Oh, God. While I'm, especially if I'm sitting at home and I'm being faithful and I'm doing what I need to do and I'm keeping our relationship stable and you're out there clapping cheeks. Dipping it and doing it. Yeah, there's there's (laughs) a problem with that. Oh, God. So in a relationship... You said you won't forgive. So does that mean that you will not continue that relationship with them? Yeah, no, we're done. Wow. I'll forgive you for my own benefit. I won't come and say I forgive you for cheating. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I'll forgive you so I can let it go. Mm. I forgive and let it go at this point. Wow. With a lot of things that have happened in my life. Yikes. So with that, yeah, I'd forgive and let you go. Oh, God. I feel like I'm so different from a lot of people. So if someone cheated on you, you would stay with them? Yes. (gasps) I'm just different from Elaborate, a lot of... Elaborate, Okay, well, I'm, I'm just... Y'all know me by now. I'm just a person that's very chill. Um, I really don't let things, like, affect me at all. I really don't. Um, I don't really fight with people, so that's why I'm trying to think of scenarios in which I was able to forgive somebody. I'm really chill, and it's hard for me to be in a situation where I'm having to forgive someone because I don't really like fight with people like that or maybe i just have a mental block and i don't want to think of the times where i've like forgiven somebody but it's hard i i don't let certain things affect me if somebody cheated on me it depends on how much you love that person if you're willing to continue a relationship or not so mm-hmm. how many times does that person have to cheat on you before you're like <laughs> okay then that's that's where like there's no forgiveness there because you're okay. you because i think cheating is one of the worst ways that you can hurt somebody mm-hmm. so when you cheat on somebody once I can accept that as a mistake and probably move on and forgive you. But two times, three times, at that point, you don't care about me. So I'm just going to cut it and keep it moving. And that's the thing with me. The reason why I have a hard time thinking about situations where I've forgiven somebody is because I don't even allow myself to get to the point of 
reaching out to forgive. I just cut it and keep it moving. Like it doesn't matter to me at all. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm not afraid to block. I'm not afraid to unfollow or mute. I just let it go and keep it moving. And I think that that's a good thing when it comes to my mental health, because I'm able to not hold on to things. I don't think there's any point in holding on to stuff when it's making you angry. If there's a relationship that really hurts you, you and somebody else fought all the time and it might bother you a lot. I don't let that affect me. If you don't want to be my friend anymore, I'm not going to constantly think about it all the time. I'll cut it and keep it moving because, mm-hmm. yes, you cared about this person, but at the same time, you know, why hold on to a relationship that's failing when you can just end it and then keep going and get some kind of closure? Yeah, I agree. I think I've, whenever I was growing up, especially in high school, I always wanted closure. Mm-hmm. I always wanted closure and I never got it. And I was really hurt and upset and I beat myself up about it. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm learning that a lot of the times you don't get closure and you just kind of got to push forward. But I will say, I don't, and I don't know how this works for me, but I always end up getting closure in my own way. Like, I always end up like, okay, with an ex of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, He had cheated on me before prom. And yeah, and he ended up taking another girl to prom, and they were in, they ended up like started dating, and she went to the same school as him, and all this, and it broke me. Like, I was like, are you serious? And I never would let myself reach out to him and ask him, like, what happened. Mm -hmm. But, and I don't mean to put their business out and no one probably knows who I'm talking about, but a couple of months later they had ended up breaking breaking up mm-hmm. and one of his friends told me how bad their relationship was. And so that to me was my closure mm. without him giving it to me. Right. Because it's like, oh, okay, like it really wasn't ice cream and candy mm-hmm. with, with her. So it you know. Right. So I think a lot of the times, like, you got to realize that you're not going to get closure from certain people mm-hmm. unless you don't mind biting the bullet and talking to them. Being but the I, bigger person, yeah, right? Yeah. But even then, like... It's not even necessary, I don't I think. think it's necessary. I think you need to be comfortable with yourself and comfortable in your own thoughts. And you have, and for me, what helps me is I think, well, this person's probably not thinking about it, so I'm not mm. going to think about it either. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give this person the power. No, and it's energy and mental strain on your end. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people need to just try it, try blocking people, whatever it takes to not think about whoever like hurt you just let it go and keep it moving and i think that's why a lot of people hate ghosting because you might have a good situation with somebody they stop hitting you up and then all of a sudden it's like what happened and then it's like there's no closure there i think that's why people these days hate ghosting because it leaves somebody else questioning what it was that you know made them stop communicating with you i don't know i think that with ghosting if somebody ghosts you can you forgive that Again, I don't think that I would go to that person and be like, oh, I forgive you for stop talking to me. <laughs> but I, mentally, I'm like, oh, you know what? I forgive that person. Because I'm now I'm in a mindset of whatever God has set for me is going to be for me. Mm-hmm. And whether that person chooses to be in my life or not, which I wish I thought of this back when I was in college and guys would ghost me. Mm-hmm. but Who would ghost Asia? Fuck y'all. Man, honestly, like, I'm a cat. Right. But it's cool. It's cool. But anyways, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I wish that I had remembered this whenever I was in college and guys would ghost me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that God will save you from certain situations that you don't need to be in. Um, and maybe this is just something that helps me cope with certain things, but I feel like God protects you because I think that I could have seen the warning signs with certain guys and I should have left 
a long time ago, even mm-hmm. though we never got to the point of actually dating. But I definitely could have left, but I didn't want to. So God pulled him out of my life. And I just have to realize that, like, you're not, again, you're not always going to get closure on certain things. So you just kind of got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And, and it, I think people have an issue with letting things go because people ultimately care too much about mm-hmm. other people and how other people feel. And I think I used to do that. Like, I wouldn't say I'm a people pleaser, but everybody likes to be liked. Yeah. And I think what made me realize that that's impossible is I felt like I've never done anything to, like, hurt anybody, never done anything mean to, like, have somebody say something negative about me. But I remember, like, I was, like, in a room and I was meeting certain people. And then all of a sudden somebody was like, yeah, blah, 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 said that he doesn't like you. And I was like, what? Like, what did I do to this person for them to say that they don't like me? So after that happened, I'm like, you know what? You can be perfect or whatever, but people will find a reason not to like you. And that's okay. I just let it go and move on. I and- agree. I don't let stuff like that affect me because if you go into life understanding that you can do the right things, quote unquote, but people will dislike you no matter what, you get over things a lot quicker. And that's something that I'm really good at. I don't know how I have this like foresight and clarity to like not let things affect right. me. I don't know where I, this I just, came from. I just but... don't care because a lot of things aren't worth it to me. I really don't have time when it comes to bullshit and entertaining stuff that doesn't matter to me, in my opinion. If you annoy me, I'll just block you and keep it moving. Like I don't, that's so, yeah. it sounds terrible, but that's but how that's, I operate. That's how it is. Like, yeah. like there's so much more to life now. There's so many more stresses in life than stressing about whether or not someone's going to like you or not. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to face people all the time who don't like you. And that's what I try to tell the kids at the detention center. Mm Because they always want to be liked. And, like, they'll act out and be the class clown. And I'm like, you're doing all this for people who could switch up on you Mm -hmm. in a heartbeat. Like, remember where you're at. You came in alone. You're going to leave alone. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like you need to be comfortable in yourself that's a huge thing i don't think i was ever comfortable with myself really? i don't know yeah i don't think i don't know where me being comfortable came from but i just don't care like what other people think of me i have a handful of people that i care about and i would do anything to make sure that the relationship stays solid mm-hmm. but if it comes to a point where like obviously the relationship's unrepairable then duh I'll go ahead and just yeah. cut and like cut my life. It sucks because you care about that person so much, but at the end of the day, I guess you realize that man, this friendship or whatever is not gonna be the same. So mm-hmm. you just had the foresight to say, Hey, this isn't working, so I'm gonna move on and that's that. And it sucks because that's why I think family is so important. I'm blessed that I have a family and I know some people might not have a great relationship with their family members, but I think that your family is forever, but your friends, I don't want to say are temporary, but friends can always switch up at any point. And they're not like bound to you. Like family is bound to you by blood and family. There's really nothing that's keep or friends. There's really nothing that's keeping you tied to somebody besides you liking them and being around them and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I think because I'm an only child, I kind of view it a little bit differently. Okay. Like I have like my three people that I talk to like on a daily basis and not to say that I don't have other relationships that I care about, Mm -hmm. but my relationship with like Sandra and Kaylee, Hey, (laughs) I look at them as if they're like my sisters. So like, I want to make sure that I can keep the relationship with them like as positive and healthy as possible. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I agree with what you're saying, but I guess, again, because I was an only child, right. and, like, you grew up with siblings, so you have, like, a tighter-knit um, experience right. with that. But, yeah, I just, I don't, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I think that I, we just need to do better at learning to let things go, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just want to be attached to people and just have so yeah. many people around us that, oh, I don't want to lose you. Oh, I don't want to lose you. Mm-hmm. But it's part of life. Like, at some point in life, you're going to lose certain people. But then it's yeah. about like... How do you navigate that once you've like lost somebody, I guess? Yeah, and I think it's also about communicating that hurt. Depending mm. on who it is, like put your pride aside and cuz there like I said those handful of people that I care about, I'm willing to put my pride aside and be like, "Look, I care about you. I want to fix this relationship. I want to do whatever it is possible to maintain our relationship." Mm-hmm. So, I feel like if you genuinely cared about that person, you would do that. Mm-hmm. Now with people that you just met, like I say friends and well, I can't even say that because you can't put a timeline on how deep a friend a bond is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with people that you kind of just say hi and bye to, if for whatever reason they don't like you after a certain period of time, it doesn't you, hurt as much. Yeah, you gotta just kind of cut your losses. But if you feel wronged or hurt by somebody, then I think you should reach out. I think that we as a society have let our pride get in the way mm-hmm. of like forgiving others and talking out our problems because mm-hmm. like, people don't talk anymore. And I think that's another problem. What, is it have. because of our forms of communication or what? Yeah, I think we... Because I hate talking on the phone. Really? I'm yeah. the opposite. I, I don't like it. texting. Really? Text for what? <laughs> I love texting. Like, I no. hate being on the phone. So I definitely think that our means of communication has faulted us from talking mm-hmm. and like actually communicating. Because it's weird because I have friends that I can text all day long. But when we get in person, it's like... Oh. <laughs> Hey. That's awkward. Yeah. Wow. It's weird. Yeah. I'm cringing. I know. I cringe at I cringe at it too, but (laughs) but yeah, I I think that with certain people you gotta look at the value and how much you valued that friendship and Mm -hmm. you gotta sit down and talk with them. And if the conversation goes south, then forgive that person on your own time and cut your losses and Mm. just because I feel like if you don't forgive you're going to be holding on to that hurt. And whether or not you tell that person that you forgive them, because I don't ever, people that I don't talk to anymore, I, mm-hmm. I don't text them and be like, hey, I forgive you for not talking to me and taking <laughs> someone else aside. No, I don't do that. <sighs> I'm just mentally, I forgive you and mm-hmm. I let it go. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't let that hurt go, you're going to, con- like, you're in pain for what? Yeah, like, you're, like, screwing yourself over yeah, in a way. you're, you're like, bothered for what? Ugh. At the end of the day. Yeah. And if talking it over with that person or not talking it over, or however you need to do to cope with it, somehow at the end of the day, you have to let it go. Because, mm-hmm. again, there's so there's bills that we have yes, to pay. Yes, life goes on. I got to worry about what am I going to eat for lunch tomorrow. Right. Like, I, I don't have the mental capacity no, to worry about. No, and neither do I. I'm just too chill almost, to a fault, because <laughs> I really don't care. I really don't. I don't, and it's so bad. I, I need to start caring more, but I, I just don't. I don't know. I don't think that that's a bad thing. Okay, because I, I, I think it's a bad thing because I really don't care. Like, literally, if people, if you don't want to be my friend, I'll be like, okay, that's fine. Like, no. I'm not going to force somebody to be my friend if they don't want to be my friend. You know what I mean? What's yeah. the point of that? I think it only becomes a problem if you know that you're an asshole or, like, mm. people around you. Like, I think it's a problem if you can't keep steady friendships. Mm. And then at, it comes to a point where you need to look at yourself and be like, oh, well, maybe I'm just kind of mean or maybe I talk to people wrong or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you know that you're a genuine person and other people around you are saying you're a genuinely nice person mm-hmm. and they don't see any faults in what you're doing and mm-hmm. how you are as a person, then yeah, no, I don't think what you're doing is a problem because I think you're a good guy. Thank I think you. you're cool. If I'm not, crying. I wouldn't be 
<laughs> I'm over here crying. Oh, thank you, thank you. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I just think that everybody is different, and I just don't hold on to things that I don't feel. And you shouldn't. We're too old for that. Yeah. I think there's bigger things in life yeah. you have to worry about. Like people are dying. <laughs> Kim, people are dying. <laughs> Kim, there are people dying. <laughs> name that reference. You're right, name that reference, y'all. Oh, what happened? My diamond earrings fell out. I had my diamond earrings in and one of them came out. Oh my god. Alright, so take this one out. Show me where. Oh, just show in the me. ocean. I'm not gonna find a What's wrong with you guys? My diamond earring came off in the ocean and it's gone. Kim, there's people that are dying. But anyway, <laughs> that was so funny. Um, yeah, let it go. What do y'all do to like deal with, you know, forgiving others and letting go of hurt feelings? How do you deal with that? And, you know, I know it's hard at times to forgive people, but at what point do you decide to become the bigger person and, you know, grow and, you know, forgive somebody for something that they did? Or does it depend on what that person did to you? Do you think you getting cheated on was the worst thing that somebody's ever done to you? And what's actually, if, I know it's hard to think, but what is the worst thing that somebody has done to you and you've forgiven them for it? And forgiven them mm -hmm. and like, I'm talking to them or forgive them as in like, I just let it go. Well, if you're going to like point it out like that, that means it's different forms of forgiveness then. Yeah. So there's forgiveness as in we're on speaking terms and forgiveness, let me open you back with open arms. Yeah. Okay. Well, for the first one, forgiven and I'm not speaking to them. Me and this friend, we grew up together, like, best friends in high school, best friend, like, we, yeah, we grew up together. So, we literally lived down the street from each other. Mm -hmm. And another person got introduced in our friend group, and me and that person ended up not getting along, and we cut our ties, and then so did that friend. Mm -hmm. So, I've forgiven her for doing what she does because if at the end of the day that's what you want to do friend friendships are see like people are temporary mm -hmm. so i don't want to say it's, it's hard to like say harsh to say like that but it's somewhat true yeah like there's people that are in your life for seasons at a time and i just kind of chalked it up as that's just mm -hmm. what happened that was my spring friend yeah <laughs> but seriously like that that's just what it is uh -huh. um the situation which yeah, it's kind of personal but me and my boyfriend, we broke up, and we ended up, and it was all on him. It was he didn't cheat on me or anything like that, but it was all on him. Mm -hmm. And we ended up getting back together because I I forgave him for, and I opened. I didn't welcome him with totally open arms, but I'm over the situation. Open legs. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deleting that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That was so bad. I didn't. So I didn't. Quick. I didn't welcome him with open arms. I welcomed him with open. <laughs> that was really bad. I'm so terrible. That was quick. That was quick. That was really quick. Oh my god! Snap, quick, Justin. Hey, that means that you have a high mental, high mental capacity. Oh god, does it? Or just a dirty mind? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> sorry. But yeah, mm -hmm. we're we're on good terms now. So, I just, I think it depends on what a person did to you the extent yeah the mm. extent but i don't know to what extent someone can push me 
Because the only situation I can think of is if someone cheated on me. But obviously in a friendship, I don't know what that would look like right. for me to... I guess like, betraying you, like becoming buddy-buddy with your like sworn enemy or whatever. Like this person that you hate so much and you've always oh, vented yeah. to that person that you hate them. And then you circle around and become friends with them. How would that make you feel? And could you like forgive that? Because can't people be friends with who they want to be friends with? Is it problematic to be friends with your enemy? Mm, let me pose that to the podcast. Guys, is it problematic for you to be best friends with your best friend's enemy, if that makes sense? I think it can be problematic to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on how y'all became friends. Did y'all start being friends after me and that person had issues? Because if so, I'm going to be kind of leery as to what are y'all talking about. Mm. I don't think I would like it. You wouldn't like it, but would you still be friends with that girl, though? Or boy? I don't think I would confide in them as much. Mm. I think the friendship would kind of start to fizzle out. Because that's kind of what happened with me and the friend. We were friends for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And so the friendship like I, it, the friendship fizzled out on its own. Because I kind of stopped confiding in her. Because it's like, I know that my other friend, friend mm-hmm. is talking about me to you. So how do I know that you're not saying, doing the same thing? Yeah, when being like, oh well, she said that you're a bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't need you speaking for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. you would just let that go. Yeah, I would let it go. Uh-huh. I would let it go on its own. I don't think I'd be like, I can't be friends with you. I think it would just be a natural thing. Yeah, you distance I'm, yourself. Yeah, like I'm not calling you to hang out. I'm not confiding in you. Mm-hmm. It'd be kind of like a high and by basis, and then it'll fizzle out from right. there. So since you've finished college and everything and you've like been working and everything, do you notice like people that you used to be close to kind of like distancing themselves from you or thing relationships not being the same like they were when you were in school? Do you notice that? I definitely think relationships aren't the same as what they used to be, Mm -hmm. Um, but not in like a bad way. I think because we're adults and especially with my hours, it's hard for me to communicate every day Mm -hmm. with people. Um, but I don't notice anyone distancing themselves from me. Mm-hmm. I think we just kind of all went our separate ways, but not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like we're just, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I, I feel that, you feel like but you maybe I'm just, I just overthink, overthink stuff when I shouldn't. What do you, do you think you've done something to someone? To kind of. Them? Oh, not, I don't think I've done anything like terrible, but it's just like weird. Okay, I don't know if I should explain because it's going to be obvious who I'm talking about for the people that know. But um, when I was finishing my last like few college classes um, over the summer, I needed a place to stay because my lease on my apartment ended, right? Mm-hmm. So I was scrambling trying to find people in Austin that I could live with for three weeks while I finish up my classes. And this friend let me stay there. And before this person agreed to let me stay there, the person said that, hey, do you mind paying utilities for the place and I was like uh sure uh, <laughs> I'm not saying who I don't think you know them oh, okay. yeah um the person was like do you mind paying utilities there and I was like sure that's the least I can do because I was desperate at this point I'm like my utilities are not that much money so if that's the least I can pay for to live there for that amount of time I'll do that so the time comes where I'm leaving and then I never talked about prices or anything which is a mistake that I should have like said, hey, how much are your utilities? But the person tells me that the utilities is over $200. 
And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if what you paid at your apartment, but utilities, at least mine, was never like over $200. No. So I was confused because I, I was like, I hope my friend like isn't taking advantage of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm not stupid. Like, obviously, if I've never paid that much for utilities, why am I just going to give you, hey, yep, $200 or plus dollars. Here you go. Yeah, because so, were you paying like for everybody's utility bill or just your portion? Well, it was, it was for the like, whole place. Oh. Yeah, but still, I thought that that was a lot of like money for utilities. Well, I don't know, cause like in my first apartment, the utilities for me, like they divided it already. It, it wasn't through the city; like mm-hmm. it was their own. They had their own utility company, so they just gave us a bill every month. Mm-hmm. And for each of us, it was like almost a hundred dollars a month. Mm, but so, then when uh-huh. I moved to another place, it was like fifty dollars for three people. All it, three. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, it, they included water and utilities. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, about, well, it was between like 30 and $50. Each person is paying 30 or $50? Yeah, but my roommates also, they left the lights on and fans on. Yeah. And, all, and like left their lights on whenever they would leave. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously higher. But whenever I was there by myself, majority of the time, our utility bill was like $30 mm-hmm. each. Because so that's yeah, the thing for the whole place. We it's were, kind of a lot. We were also in the house. Yeah, this was just an apartment. Yeah, that's a lot. I was just like, so I was like obviously confused as anybody would. So at that point, I wasn't working or anything. I didn't have the coins at that time. And my parents were going to like cover that bill. So I go, hey, do you mind? Because you know how African parents are. My At least my parents. Who is paying 200 plus dollars for utilities? So it's like, we need to see proof. So I was like, hey, could you mind sending me like a picture of like the utility bill? I don't know if that's like too much to ask or whatever. I don't think so. So I feel like he was, or I said he. I feel like the person was like kind of like in a way like, wow. I let you stay at my place and you're asking me for all of this stuff when you can just pay you know what I mean I was grateful I truly was grateful but I don't know if I like took a step too far by like no, asking because it wasn't you asking it was your my parents, parents asking yeah. so if if they couldn't understand that it, you're asking your parents are the one that's mm-hmm. asking and the only way you can get the money is <laughs> if you tell your parents right because I've been in that situation where my mom wanted to see our bills our utility bills because mm-hmm. one person signed in their name and okay. she wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting jipped. Mm-hmm. I We've all been kind of gullible and like have been taking advantage yeah. of at some point one way or another. And especially with mom and dad's coins, they want to know. <laughs> so I don't think, this is just me, I don't think you did anything wrong mm-hmm. in that situation. It'd be different if it was you. But even then, no, I don't, like, no. Was this like a really, really, really good friend? Like, have you yeah. known okay. him for like years? Would you, would you, if you're not even living in that same apartment because you're like working somewhere for a while, but you still have that apartment and you mail over a key to me so I can use that place for three weeks, you wouldn't do that to just any friend. You not know what true. I mean? Like, I don't think anybody would do that. He literally copied a copy of his key, sent it to me. And then let me use the place for three weeks. So I was, of course, like grateful for that. Otherwise, I would have been homeless. Where would I be living yeah. for that three weeks? So that happened. And then I eventually paid him the money. And then ever since then, I've not spoken to him. Like, I think that's so strange. And I know that I can be the bigger person and reach out as well. But I just find it strange that since then, like, no, not even a text, not even a hi. Or even when I sent the money, not even like a thank you, I got it or anything. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, me personally, I don't think you did anything wrong. Even if it weren't you asking for the bill. Mm-hmm. Because 
$200 is kind of a lot for just in a, for an apartment. And it's not like I was like running stuff. It was just me. Like how much utilities can I use yeah. for three weeks? Not even that I stayed there a duration of a whole month. Like yeah. for three weeks, like how much could I as one person use? So I'm like at that point, like what, what would you do? Like if, I don't know if I should say her name. If Sandra like did that to you and hadn't mm-hmm. spoke to you since, like how would you feel? I'd be really hurt about it because it's like, what did if, I do? I'm, yeah, if yeah. I'm putting myself in the situation that you were in and it was my parents asking for the bill, mm-hmm. it's like, it's it's my parents. It's not me asking for the bill. I'm getting the money from my parents. Yeah. It's not money coming out of my bank account. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't run it by them first to make sure I could pay it. Mm-hmm. It's like, my parents are giving me the money for it and she wants to see the bill before I give you the money. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any harm in that. I think it'd be di- I think it'd be somewhat different, and I could somewhat see the hurt and the mistrust if you had the money yourself mm-hmm. and you went and called your mom and be like, "Yo, mom, she's making me pay two hundred dollars for a utility bill. Mm-hmm. You think I should do it?" Then, yeah, then, then it's like snakeish. Yeah, way. it's like you're getting other people involved for no reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So. I just don't know how to feel because I feel like I don't know. It's strange to like not have talked to somebody for that amount of time and like no response after I've already sent the money or anything. It's just annoying. Yeah. I don't. I, so how would you react in that situation? Would you reach out or what? Because I, I, I honestly, I'm such. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a petty person, but I just don't have time for stuff like that. Like, if you're not talking to me, like, okay, whatever, I don't care. I think that's something we'll agree on, because I don't care enough. If you want to hold on to something like that, and, mm-hmm. like, you know where I'm coming from, and you know that, again, it wasn't me, Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't reach out. But that's <laughs> just me, because I don't care. I don't have the time. No. I'm barely juggling the friendships that I have now, and yeah. trying to make sure that I keep the friendships that I have now at peace. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really have the time to be coddling you yeah you know and i don't get- in that situation mm-hmm. it'd be different if like maybe i had said something and it rubbed you the wrong way and i'm trying to make sure that you think that it, that's that's not where i was coming from that's not my intent mm-hmm. but in this specific situation no i don't have time to no. stroke your ego because that's the thing you're I upset that i asked for a bill mm-hmm. no like there's worse things going on in the world be- there are people dying Yeah, because there's so there, much more going yes. on in the world. Let it, at some point, just let it go. And I, I don't know if I should be the big person and reach out. I just don't feel the need to do stuff like that. And at this point in my life, I don't have time to be like, uh, is everything okay? Are you my friend? Like, I don't care. If you don't want to talk to me, whatever. I'm not going to be like, are you my friend? Like, no, who cares? I'm not doing that. Block, mute, delete, bye-bye. You know how people say, like, bygones be bygones? I'm of the belief, bygone, like... (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) I just... I think that... I really feel like if something is bothering you, then you should talk to that person. I'm a firm believer, and if something's bothering you, get it off your chest. Mm -hmm. Let somebody know about it. We're all adults here. I'm not going to try and nitpick and see and pull it out of you. If you don't want to tell me, then how am I supposed to know to fix it? Exactly. So if you guys would like something to get off your chest send it in i love when y'all send this stuff get it off your chest and i'll read it on air we love that but i think i think that's about it for our topic on forgiveness and letting things go let it go let it go it's not worth it sometimes it's not sometimes it is worth it to not let it go 
No, that doesn't make any sense. I, I get what, no, I get <laughs> okay. what you're saying. Sometimes like you need to put your pride aside and fix that relationship. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to be like, look, I don't want to fight with you. I don't want these problems. I want us to be good. What do I need to do to make our friendship work? But you can't do that for everybody. Yeah, You can't do that for people that are in your office that you don't necessarily care about. Like if you were to switch jobs, would you still talk to those people? Ooh. No. So I really think like you need to take a second and evaluate certain friendships and whether or not you need to forgive. I also think there's to also to help close. I think there's different types of forgiveness. Just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you're going to be talking to them and being buddy buddy with them or that the relationship will be the same. If you do, it's sad. It really is sad. But at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer in you need to have peace with yourself and forgiving is one of those things Mm -hmm. yeah because who wants to die with all these regrets oh i should have did this i should have done that Mm -hmm. like if you cared if you care enough do it don't yeah don't ever have regrets Mm -hmm. in anything like if you think that you could have had a lifelong friendship with someone but y'all messed it up because you said something mean to them and they got hurt by it and you were like oh no they shouldn't have been hurt i'm not gonna say nothing back No, you can't tell people how to feel Mm -hmm. in that situation. But again, if you don't care about that person, then okay, fine. Yeah. Damn. Aisha's just giving. I'm just letting (laughs) Aisha stay on the pulpit and give her her sermon. I'm loving it. But yeah, as always, you guys know my motto, block, mute, unfollow, delete, and let it go. That's (laughs) the best thing I ever came up with. Because I don't like, I feel like if I unfollow people, it hurts people's feelings. Because whenever I see people unfollow me that I've been like, following for a long time i'm like bitch right (laughs) i really do like if i see that somebody's unfollowing me i'm like bitch and then i go back and unfollow them right i was like what i don't even tweet like why did you unfollow me so the mute button (sighs) i commend twitter for that yes like and instagram oh yeah i have like 100 people on mute really 100 Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Sandra went through my mute list one day, and she was like, "Are you serious?" Oh my I god! Like, yeah. I don't know. I think I might have ten <laughs> muted, but a hundred—that's like like a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what? I a wish lot of people get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'll unmute people, and I'll see their tweets, and I'm like, "Yep, that's yep. why I muted you." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. What, what, was the reason? what was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason, bitch? I don't need to explain myself to you. And what was the reason? What was that reason? <laughs> Bro, people have been using that like crazy lately. Oh, God. Lately. But I think that Instagram should add a thing where you can't see who muted you, but you can see how many accounts muted you. So people can know if they're annoying or not. Whoa. Yes. That Look at of, me. I think that would hurt my feelings. It would. I think it would hurt mine, too. I'd be like, dang, do you... Why? Like... I don't like the idea of people muting me. Me neither. But I'm pretty sure people mute I'm, me. I'm sure too. Like, I don't even See, like Instagram. Oh, maybe I do. Do I Instagram a lot? On the polar mm, opposites, yes, but yeah, on the other on one, your no. stories, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I see you quite often on your stories, but not posting. Okay. Yeah, I haven't posted in a minute. Mm-hmm. Post coming soon. <laughs> For those that follow me, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, feel free to do so. If you follow the Instagram page, there's like a a link to my personal Instagram page. So if you want to follow me, go ahead and follow me. I don't mind. Yes, we love that. <laughs> we love that. And also make sure y'all are subscribed. But I really do appreciate you guys listening every week. It means so much to me. I know y'all aren't my secret haters that are, 
that have still listened to this point of the podcast. But, you know, it means a lot to have people that are listening to this and resonate with what we're saying. So hopefully y'all can relate to the topic and with forgiving people and knowing when to let the hurt go because we've all been in that situation. But... Yeah, thank you, Aisha, for joining me again. Thank you for having no me. No problem. Again. I'm honored. I love I love this episode, and I know a lot of people like could relate in some way. But yeah, as always, you guys, if you want to reach out and send us an email, you can email the podcast at polaropposites.pod at gmail.com. So if you're going through something, if you need anonymous advice and you want us to read your letter on air, we will definitely do that. So never feel afraid to reach out to the show. But yeah, as I said, I appreciate you guys for listening. And as usual, I will catch you guys on the next one.